I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Rocco Grillo, a Managing Director at consulting firm Protivity. Rocco is also the firm's global leader for incident response and forensic investigations. Rocco will be discussing how healthcare entities can improve their vendor risk management practices. Hi, Rocco. Hi, Marianne. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, you recently studied vendor risk management programs of several hundred companies in several industries, including the financial services industry, insurance, and healthcare sectors. How did the healthcare sector stack up? Where is the healthcare sector strongest in their vendor risk management practices, and where is that sector the weakest? Sure, that's a great question. And for Protivity, we were fortunate to be able to partner with the Shared Assessments Program, which is governed by the Santa Fe Group. For myself, I'm on the steering committee with the Shared Assessments Board of Directors, and ultimately, we had the opportunity to roll this out, one of the first of its kind from a benchmark uh, strategy. And typically, when you're looking at the outsourcing of data, Many times the financial services organizations are ahead of the curve given how regulated they are and obviously the sensitivity and uh, the data that they have. But right there with them is healthcare. And as much as healthcare is highly regulated, um, they didn't fare as strong as the financial services sector. Now, it's not to say that programs aren't in place, but at the same time, they're not as mature as what we've seen in the financial services space. One of the areas that I think healthcare comes in strong is when it comes to privacy and ensuring that their service providers or vendors have BAAs in place. While they have those in place, um, a lot of times uh, some of the security controls are lacking. All too often, and it's not just in the healthcare space, but we'll see this in general, companies or service providers, I should say, will go and contract with a particular entity because obviously they want to conduct business, but at the same time, when you peel the layer back, and if you have a mature vendor risk management program, you'll identify some potential deficiencies. Those are some of the things that we've seen in the case of the healthcare industry. One of the Achilles heels that we'll see a lot of times in the healthcare industry, um, unlike financial services, is that cost in a lot of instances or funding or budget is a challenge for the healthcare industry. Not to say that in the financial services sector that um, cost isn't an issue, but in a lot of instances, the budgets are larger than uh, the healthcare, as we've seen in, in different instances. So now, what are the potential consequences for healthcare organizations that have a weak vendor risk management program? One of the ones that we've seen right out of the gate is the obvious breach of a PHI transmitted, stored, or processed by a vendor. In other instances, a failure to report data that's lost. And that's obviously a clear violation, but at the same time, If you're outsourcing to a third party, a vendor, service provider, BAA, if you don't have the SLAs that are in place for that provider to notify you when they've lost your data, that's a major issue. And 
you know, in a lot of instances results in fine, from a HIPAA standpoint, it results in fines. Not to mention your reputation and even your patients or things of that nature that the trust that is lost when somebody loses, a third party loses their data or if the entity itself loses the data. Ultimately, we run into the same problem that we've seen over and over again. You can outsource the function, but you don't outsource the risk. When that third party loses the data, as much as the third party is accountable for it, it's the data owner who's in the headlines and has their reputation at stake, including, um, in most instances, financial consequences. As much as you can pass the liability onto the service provider and you've got the agreements in place and things of that nature, may not always be the largest provider. And in some instances, the service provider hasn't been vetted out until it's too late. And in some instances, if it's a small operation that's doing clinical analysis or even worse yet, a marketing company that has access to your patients, they lose the data, and now you go back and take a look at, well, how did this happen? And you find that it's a small operation with limited controls or none at all, that, that's obviously going to be a huge impact on your reputation. And at the same time, as much as you want to take action against that service provider, if they're a 20, 25-person uh, outfit, there's not much you're going to be able to do. Protivity had conducted a review for a large pharmaceutical company one time, and we went out to um, vet the vendor and had a robust uh, website, in-depth, the whole bit, we went to the location, and we're in a residential neighborhood. And we're like, are we at the right place? Knocked on the door, and we were at the right place. They took us up to, of all places, they had a remodeled attic. They had a secretary there. All of the information was there, and it's, like, unbelievable some of the things that go on unless you're conducting your due diligence. Now, under HIPAA Omnibus, which went into effect last year, business associates and their subcontractors, which include many vendors that provide technology and other services to healthcare entities, are directly liable for HIPAA compliance. Do you have any tips for improving vendor management as they relate to BAs who provide technology-related services to HIPAA-covered entities? Sure. Similar to what I said earlier about financial services in the healthcare industry, the companies that are ahead of the curve are the ones that are more regulated. But on the services provider side, um, while they're engaging into BAAs and at the same time need to be compliant from a HIPAA standpoint, let's not put all our eggs in one basket for compliance purposes. The advice I give is conduct your due diligence, not just to be compliant, but more so to be secure, safeguard PHI data, and demonstrate to both your, your customers or the patients that you have access to their data, that you're serious about safeguarding their data and, you know, their security overall. Now, some of the basics, implement a vendor risk management program. Conduct periodic audits. Ask other parties that you may be outsourcing to for their reports to demonstrate that they're secure. Other pieces, embrace industry programs such as the shared assessments program. It's not just about using a shared assessments program. It's about using their framework because in a lot of instances, whoever you're providing your services or products to are going to come back and look at the controls that you have in place. Join organizations such as High Trust. Get involved with organizations such as the National Healthcare ISEC. This will help uh, the provider stay ahead of the curve.
Rocco, you had mentioned the example of having visited a vendor and it turned out that the vendor was operating the business in their attic. Do you suggest that health entities have someone visit the site of their business associates? And what happens if it's, you know, a remote location? As we said earlier, budgets are often tight. So if a healthcare entity can't afford to send people out to check out the BA's location, what do you suggest they do? I think you need to have this from a risk management approach to things. Have it in tiered risk, dependent upon the type of data that a service provider or BA has access to that determines um, the level of effort or the sensitivity to conduct an on-site reviews. Costs are an, an issue, remote areas, bringing on a third party to support you in the review itself. The reviews aren't terribly extensive, but at the same time, depending upon what kind of data that BAA or service provider has access to, it becomes a risk management question, and ultimately it's up to the business. You don't want to necessarily make it about dollars and cents, but if a provider has access to PHI data, you need to do everything possible to ensure that they have the controls in place. Because ultimately, as much as you may not have the budget to go out and do an on-site review or even engage a third party to supplement your team, if that data is lost, the costs from a financial standpoint, from a legal standpoint, as well as your reputation are astronomical. When it comes to business associates that provide products and services to healthcare entities, what are the most common data privacy and security mistakes that you see these business associates making that pose the biggest risks to healthcare entities? One of the biggest ones that we see while they'll sign the BAA and have every intention in the world of complying, not being aware of what data they have access to, whether it's a product or just working within an environment. A lot of times they don't know if they have access to it, whether it's unintentionally or purposely, and the the main objective is being able to continue providing services. While they have a business to run, they've got an obligation to ensure that they're safeguarding the data. You know, a lot of times the inability to protect PHI data that is in place according to the BAA Uh, I mentioned earlier um, companies want to get agreements in place, contracts with their customers to be able to run their business. But at the same time, in some instances, if you don't have a vendor risk management program or really scrutinizing what those agreements mean, you run into situations where you may have insufficient physical controls for processing facilities, improper storage and protection of physical media that you acquire, and in other instances, it may lead to uh, transmitting PHI data in clear text such as emails, unsecure faxes, or having inappropriate logical access, which, again, all of these are detrimental to, to any organization. As you touched upon, business associates are often the culprits in large health data breaches. Any tips for how healthcare entities can better monitor their business associates to ensure that those vendors have solid data security and privacy practices in place? Again, it's not as simple as saying have a comprehensive vendor risk management program, but more so having a a risk management program that is crystal clear with requirements that have razor-sharp requirements. 
require business associates to provide validation of controls. It's not about just performing periodic audits or uh, reviews, but also include follow-ups to track issues to remediation. Have contingencies in place in the event that you do identify uh, deficiencies. If the service provider is not complying or not remediating it, you need to have an exit plan in place. One of the things that ProTivity has seen a lot is that while some healthcare companies, highly regulated and things of that nature, have a vendor risk management program in place, they go and conduct the reviews only to find that there's deficiencies, but now they don't have the plan in place for remediation. And even further to that, you may have a BAA or service provider that's reluctant to correct the deficiencies and you need to have a contingency in place. It's very easy to say, well, if you don't do this, you're not, we're not going to do business with you. But if you've been relying on a certain service provider for years and you don't have a contingency in place, it's very difficult to just pull the plug on that particular vendor. I'd also like to add another common risk that we see is the healthcare industry relying on one particular vendor and the concentration of risk of relying on that single vendor ultimately leads to issues if gaps are identified because back to the earlier point, if you don't have a contingency in place to exit that particular vendor from providing services to your organization, it's not as easy to uh, just eliminate that vendor. So now finally, Rocco, what are the biggest lessons that you think that the healthcare sector can learn from other sectors when it comes to improving their vendor risk management practices? One of the biggest pieces that I said earlier is not just relying on compliance. You can be compliant, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're secure. Start with trust, but verify. If you're going to give critical assets or access to PHI, you need to ensure that the due diligence is being conducted. Even though the healthcare industry is highly regulated, we've uncovered many situations where companies are in the dark. In some instances, we've seen companies outsource to a third party who outsources to a follow-up party. Ensure that you've got all your SLAs in place. And I think the, the piece that we mentioned earlier, have a contingency in place because at the same time while you may be conducting your reviews, the follow-up, the remediation, and ensuring you can do something about it if you've identified issues before a situation occurs being able to act on it is of the utmost importance before it's too late. Thanks, Rocco. I've been speaking to Rocco Grillo. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.